Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where red bra moments live. I'm Renee Bouse, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Red Bra Project here on YouTube. We are featuring our Women Crush Wednesday. I want to say a quick hello to my beautiful co-host, Renee. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Shauna. I'm doing great. Great as can be. How are you doing? I am doing well, um, despite everything that's going on in the world. Um, And before we introduce our guests that we are so excited about, we do want to take a moment to just acknowledge that we realize what's going on in the world with COVID-19. We hope that you are staying safe, um, following any protocols that have been passed out in your state. And remember, wash those hands, the simple stuff that they're giving us. And so we want to make sure that we're caring for you as a community and you're caring for others as well. So with that though, we have a wonderful guest tonight who I think is going to help a lot of us, especially if you're struggling during this time to be able to figure out ways that you can work through that. I want to introduce the beautiful and talented Angie B, but we're going to, she's friends of ours. We're going to refer to her as Angie as the night goes on. Angie, I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce yourself. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all. Thank you all for having me and welcome everyone. Um, Greetings, my name is Angie B and I am the author of the book Judge Me Wrong, Finding Truth Through Life-Defining Moments Right in Front of Your Face. I wrote the book, published August 2019, so it'll be upcoming a year. Um, I'll be a published, self-published author and I'm super excited about that. And the book is basically talking about a young female, her name is Rose, and just basically the things that Rose went through in her life and the journey, going through depression, having low self-esteem, and just issues, but how she overcame them. And that's basically what the book is talking about, basically how people judge you, and you should never really judge a book by its cover. Oh. Yeah, there's so much there. Yeah. I just have a lot. Of that. <laughs> um, okay, so Angie, we'll back up just a little bit. Okay. And so, first of all, your lipstick color is beautiful. By the way, thank you, thank you. I don't know the color. It's a burgundy, and and I'm really not a big lipstick. I like the gloss, but I wanted to just give it some pop tonight. So I feel a little, you know confident about myself so oh, I just yeah. put some color yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> I love so tell us a little bit about um the book so it's fiction but it's, it's based off of something what what gave you the idea to write this book um life and being able to tell the story if that one story can change a young female or anyone that's struggling with different issues of how to overcome those things. It was just that life, life story, life obstacles, and how you overcome it. 
and listening to other people talk, not a lot of people can overcome those things. With society and being bullied, it was hard. So I just ended up putting all those, listening to other, you know, just going through things and I just ended up just putting it in black and white and print. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So you are an author and this is your first self-published book, um, which is incredible. So tell us a little bit about being an, how long have you been an author for? A year, a year. I've always been a writer. I've wrote um, 20 years. I've written stories in college. I actually won honorable mention for in poetry um, second place in description of people. And I just never, I just wrote for myself, just short stories, short poems, just always had my own journal, but never actually published it thinking it couldn't be done. So once I just decided to take that reality, my dreams and turn my dreams into reality, it all flourished. So writing is like your creative outlet. Yes, and I think therapy as well. Oh. And therapy. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yes. How did you publish yourself? I, I'm so curious about that. So you have all of this work. You've been writing for a while. Um, what goes into being a self-published author? Um, I'm just curious for, for those of our audience that are listening and have been writing themselves and want to take a similar path. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of hard work. <laughs> and a lot of passion and just um and some thick skin that's it <laughs> <laughs> you said it right there but just having because it's a lot of work and it doesn't happen overnight and just understand and know that it's okay to make mistakes I think a lot of us we want to be so perfect and life is not like that life will throw you a curveball and you just have to know how to catch it and turn it around but it was it was not easy on the journey, but I'm excited about it. And now I talk to youth and young adults alike, and I'm really promoting reading literacy also with the youth and just so they can be able to comprehend on what they're reading. So that's the long-term goal. Awesome, so you're really youth focused and even this book is geared towards youth, so. It is, mm -hmm. it is. Okay. Um, so was there ever a day then as you were going through this and once you decided to take the leap? Well, I have two questions. Here we go. So first question is what made you finally just say, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I am not going to let anything stop me and I'm going to, I'm going to publish my own book. Hmm. The belief in myself. And once I, I'm in a group. And my cousin, she published her book. And she kept saying, well, Angie, you can do it. And, you know, I kept saying, no, 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 no. But she said, yes, you can. You can. You can do this. And so there goes that fear. And I think it was like the fear of, oh, no one's going to read it. No one's going to listen to it. But if when I decided if that story can just change one person, one young adult, then that, that's all that matters to me. You had a second part before I jumped in. Okay. <laughs> You're right, I did. Thanks. 
Okay. So the second part of that, well, first of all, is so you just decided to take the leap and it was somebody said you could do it and you stopped telling yourself no. And you were like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And I think it's always been, um, you know how we, we hear those things, but we have that inner voice. Oh yeah. When I decided to stop listening to that inner voice and saying, no, go for it follow that dream don't stop go for it and that's that leap of faith I just and once I heard that okay it can be done it was it was on then it was for sure (laughs) all right so here's the part two once you took the leap and the going got tough um what's an example when it got tough and you had to be like Angie you better get yourself up. You better keep going. Um, share with us what that part was like. And that actually happened um, because the book was supposed to be published like five months before August. And I kept pushing it back. I kept pushing it back. And my publisher, when I talked with her and I said, oh, no, I want to push it back. This is this is wrong. And there goes that perfectionism. I was like, oh, no, we got to do this. And we have to do that. And she was like, Angie, stop. You can do this. And I think with her being my mentor and my publisher, listening to say, okay. And I think it was, I was afraid more so. But she gave me that push that I needed. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I keep thinking, and I mean, we had no idea that what would be going on in the world is going on right now. Um, but kind of how timely your interview is, we're going to have a lot of students, young adults at home who are struggling with um, not having classroom time or watching their friends on social media who seem to have it all and they don't. And so, I mean, as as somebody that is um, working with youth, what are, what is some advice that maybe you have for them right now? One, to stay um, educated with their reading and how to keep up on that. And then also, I guess, with those social peer pressures that are not in the classroom right now, just um, strictly social media. Yeah. And you know, when I think of social media, it has its pros and cons. Um, because what we see in social media is not always depicted that way. I would tell any young person to never give up and just stay positive. Stay positive and they and to believe in themselves. And I think first, if we believe in ourselves that we can do it, it will happen. And I think that's the first step. And to not listen to someone else that may say, oh no, that can't be done. And I think that a lot of times we hear that only because their journey, they wasn't allowed or they didn't, they wasn't able to complete something. So they want to deter you from your journey and what you're passionate about. So I would say believe in yourself and never give up. Perfect. I love that. I love it too. And to surround yourself with people that are supporting you and you know, we talk about that a lot, but hearing it from our different guests and from you tonight, you know, it's just a, it's a gentle reminder, I think, that you can choose who your inner circle is, and it may be tough to let people go, but, um, you know, tough times also bring out crazy, crazy things and crazy <laughs> circumstances, you know, and, um, 
while forgiveness is definitely key, you know, you, you also can grow from really tough times too. You can, it, it makes us um, stronger because it's a lot of things that now we're like, oh no, we could never do it. We could never do it. But look, um, going through this quarantine, we're doing a lot of things we said that we will probably never, ever do. So it's teaching us something. And um, months later, we're going to laugh at this and we're going to talk about it and like, oh, you remember when we did this? And it's going to start something because it's going to teach us things that we never knew we were capable and able to do. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the only thing we can control is our reaction in our emotions and what we do with our time. You know, that's the only thing that we can control. And even we're limited on what we do with our time. So, yeah. Um, So talking about Rose and uh, is this, and you can kind of give me one nod or a shake, but is (laughs) Rose the fictional character of the representation of some things that you may have endured and you wanted to share and kind of your, um, you know, your growth journey. Yes. Yes, and that was, when I think of a rose, um, I always say, you know, the rose, um, the late great Tupac Shakur, he used to, he wrote this poem, the rose that grew from concrete. And when I think about the rose that grew from concrete, you know, and when I thought about it, I thought of a rose and thorns. And the thorns would be just different things of how do you overcome, you know, you have to have patience and strife and things like that. So, yes. Is there going to be a part two to this now that you're uh, almost year in author or is there a new book on the horizon? Maybe not a sequel to this one, but... You know, I really don't know. Um, I'm really trying to get this one out just to let the people know that, you know, I did write this book and just talking to more youth in the community. So at this moment, I will say no, or I'm not sure. Let me say that. Let me not say no. (laughs) You're supposed to turn that off. (laughs) Let me not say no, but I just want to just at least put it out there. And then whatever happens from there, Who knows? Well, anything that we can do to help promote it, we would be so excited and honored to, especially now when we're trying to encourage reading amongst the youth. I just, I have two little ones myself and they're sitting here and they gravitate to the screen and anything I can do to make sure that they're using educational. And I think if we can help support that through your book, that would be a wonderful thing that we'd be so happy to do. Yes. Thank you. What's a good summary of kind of the overall, uh, not, I don't want to say life lessons because we're constantly learning, but what's an overall summary of some of the uh, breakthroughs or kind of, I don't know, light bulb moments that somebody, a young adult may have reading your book? Oh, just the finding the leverage on letting go of the past. And it brings major impact to someone that may be suffering in silence. And to know that once they read it, that someone just like them went through some of the things that they may be going through. It may be worse, it may not. But just knowing that someone else went through it and they overcame it. 
I just have so much emotion, right? I think it's the time and I just, I think it's like, you really, you, you're speaking to a lot of people right now without maybe even realizing that you are, because I think they're, the, the scary thing about what our world is going through is that people that were maybe um, faking it out in the world are now alone with those thoughts. And so I guess how, and maybe you're not an expert on it, but, but how do you push through fear? Or how, do you, how did you get to a place where you mentally could shut out that voice and any tips that you have for people that are watching? Um, I always go back to- Bless you. Oh yeah, bless you. <laughs> um, when you say pushing through fear, I always go back to the mindset. And now, you know, my new slogan that I've been doing because I had to change my way of thinking as well to push through because I'm still pushing through a lot of my fears, but we have to change our mindset. Bless the truth again. And just, it's mind over matter. That That's my go-to. You know, I know we all have those little sayings that we have, but that's just for me and how I push through fear. I had to first change my way of thinking, my thinking process. Angie, can I put you on the spot really quick? How long did that take? Because um, it's okay. You know, I mean, we've had people say it took me eight years, 10 years, 12 years to get where I am. It took me, you know, a year. So what, what was your timeline? Oh God. It's, I would say I'm still going through it. And I think, um, at certain moments, we can push through that certain fears, but then something else may happen in life, and then we have to push through something else. Um, so I, I don't think it stops. Yeah. What do you, I mean, that's a good question, huh? I, Does it I ever stop? I agree with you. I'm kind of, I come from kind of the um, cloth of if I'm not afraid of something, I need to start pushing myself outside of that comfort zone more right. um because once you get complacent and you're okay with everything I'm like okay it's time to grow again so you better start freaking yeah. out because you need to do something you need to, and i think we're constantly growing and then once we get past this growth part of, you know then it's something else and then that's another fear and then we go through that so i would say uh, that's constantly for me great if, if i can say that and if i'm honestly speaking and being transparent I would say constantly. Awesome. You reference, um, we, we send a questionnaire. I think most of our guests know that by now. It always kind of comes out in our interviews. But <laughs> in asking, it's, it's like you know, the pre-workout warm-up. One of our questions is, um, you know, what's a favorite book of yours? And you, you referenced um, that the Bible is really your favorite book and so do you find that your faith is what has helped push you through as well yes um growing up in church i think we've all grew up in church and it's just like even now everyone's sending out those quotes and before the time and i always say okay before we had anything it was always the word and that was just you know my grandmother she was always you will quote a scripture. I'm not like that now. So please don't ask me to quote. To quote but I think um, before in, we had anything, it was always that word. And 
Um, and right now with trying times and what we're going through, I think a lot of people are going deeper into that, that word to bring them of what we're going through. That's beautiful. And we won't make you quote, I promise. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's not a pop desk, pop quiz no. desk. <laughs> um, we would love <laughs> Uh, we would love to hear, though, and have you share with our viewers, like in your world and your journey, what's the most unexpected thing that you've learned across the way or along the way that's really kind of held dear into your heart? Um, that, and I think I, I think I wrote that in my questionnaire, um, that it's okay to make mistakes. And I don't know if I said it earlier, but... I think that was one of my biggest things when I kept saying like the setback with printing my book out. And I actually, this is a, um, a fun fact that no one knows. Well, yeah, they do. My first title was More Than Meets the Eye. And I had all these titles, but then something happened. And I was talking to my mentor and he was like, no, Angie, that's, that's not a popper. And I was like, well, yeah, but it was just going back. And then, you know, during the editing process, it's like, oh no, this is not right. So I think overall that it's okay to make a mistake and just move past it. I think through my journey, that was my biggest issue. You know, I wanted everything to be perfect and life is not perfect. No, it's not. You're absolutely right. And so I think the more that we can learn that we're not going to be perfect. And yeah, and, <laughs> and I think um, if I can say this, you know, even with social media, when we go back to that, social media has, they portray everything to be perfect. You know, the perfect hair, the per everything has to be perfect, but that's not everybody's story. So I just, I would like for, you know, the ones that follow me and follow in my journey, that that's what I would like to let them know, that it's okay to make a mistake and move past it. Yeah, and I'm so grateful because I feel like we're taking a turn to with social media in a way that it's not all about the perfect. It's actually about showing the messy and the behind the scenes and the, you know, no makeup, no filter. Like this is me <laughs> when I first wake up in the morning. And I mean, we laugh about red bra first, but we do a lot of stuff on our YouTube channel and just in general where, I mean, we just got to roll with it sometimes and oh, we have yeah. no idea what we are doing. We still don't know what we're doing and we just kind of figure it out. And, um, you know, we, we take our guests by the hand. A lot of it has happened during live recordings and we've made it through. And it's just like, I don't know. I think showing that side's really important because that gives so much encouragement to people to take that leap and to take that, you know, leap of faith. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Do you feel that that's how you are as a friend too in your circle of women? You said it was another female friend that kind of told you, yes, you can write this. How, how do you encourage and, and keep that non-competitive nature and cheer other people on? And you know, my circle is small. Um, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, I think that's a um, But my circle is small and when we get together, I, I'm a big listener. I don't really like, um, I have an opinion now. I don't just agree, but I listen first. And then I say, well, you know, I think you should do it like this or, you know, and I just give, 
I try to give good, you know, encouragement and just good information. And if I'm wrong, and if I think if a person's wrong, I tell my friends, like, you know, you were wrong. And, and I think that that friendship and that bond that we have, that's why we're so close. And, you know, we've been friends, my group of circle. Oh my God, at least, no, I'll say 15 years, you know, and that's kind of good to say nowadays, you know. And, and we respect one another. And I think that's a big one, that we respect each other. Yeah. I think that's key, because when you respect and you have that trust, you can take that feedback, positive or negative. Yeah, even if it's- care where it's coming from. Yeah, even if it's constructive and, you know, are they coming? And if it's constructive criticism, we are okay with that. And we'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to come get you for lunch. But I may be mad and not want to eat for lunch, but we go and it, it's good. <laughs> yeah, you can still have different opinions, but respect each other. And I mean, I that's think that's, that's a huge foundation of long-term friendships too. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So what was the, if you had, I don't even know if you have one or if you have just so many, you're not sure, but do you have like the most favorite part about the process of writing the book and doing everything? Or is it now that it's published and maybe that you're promoting it? Like what's one of your most favorite parts about the whole journey? Oh, um, what lights you up? <laughs> what, what did it for me was when I actually got my certificate from the Library of Congress. And um, that, that was a good moment for me um, because it hit like, this is really happening. And then once the books came in the mail and I opened it up, it was really, I think I cried. I was really emotional about that because to be an author, you know, it's, I always thought, no, it couldn't happen because I wasn't this big time, you know, celebrity or anything like that. So just being able to publish mine and it came in and, and just watch the growth process. And those are my words. That is my name behind it. It was, it was breathtaking. It really was. Can we take a moment? Oh, yeah. No, congratulate me. That's so special. <laughs> and just beautifully said, and, and this might kind of go off of what you just, I mean, it's kind of, maybe a similar answer, but um, if you're familiar with the Red Bra, we have said that it, it really is kind of that, that confidence that can be seen or unseen. You have it on under your clothes or maybe outside of your clothes, and it's what gives you the strength to do those things that you might otherwise think you can't do. So when you reflect on it in that context, what would you say is maybe one of your Red Bra moments? What made me do it? Say that again. What would you say is one of your red bra moments? What's a moment where you put on that confidence that you didn't think you could to accomplish something? Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Um, courage. Um, I would say the courage behind it, behind the project. And now just being able to market myself and just having that courage and because sometimes you're not going to always get a yes. And I think that's a, a, a big moment to, to just move forward with it. I love it. Keep moving forward, especially when you don't get a yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. Really, really tested. 
Oh, so good. Angie, tell us, tell our viewers where they can find your book, where they can connect with you. We're going to connect everything, but let's hear from you really quick. Okay, cool. Um, it is available on Amazon. Um, Amazon.com forward slash Angie B. Judge me wrong.com. Also, um, to like my author page on Amazon, it can also be found on my website at www.judgemewrong.com. I'm also on IG at Hello Angie B. I'm on Facebook at Judge Me Wrong and Twitter. I got a Twitter now and it's uh, at Hello Angie B. You fed them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't have a TikTok. Is that the new well, thing? I think that's okay. I don't. I don't know what's going on there yet. I don't oh, have yeah. a TikTok guy. <laughs> okay. Donna, we're gonna have to do a TikTok first. I think we might. <laughs> a red bra TikTok. <laughs> that's gonna be scary. <laughs> uh, thank you. Just really quickly, the the like the author page or what were you saying on Amazon? How can our how can our followers help you with that? Oh, just like the author page, and if they purchase the book from Amazon to leave a review. Um, that's a big thing, leave a review. Um, you can also go on my judgemewrong.com page and also leave a review, but that that's the biggest thing that we authors ask for, awesome. our reviews. Awesome, I mean, likes, comments, reviews go such a long way and they take yes. 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds, but they're huge. There's so many times that you'll read something and you'll go to like it or comment then it says you have to sign in and it's like, ah, oh, really? But yeah. if you take that extra 60 seconds, we love it. Yes. <laughs> well, Angie, we wrap up every show with a quote for our guests. And tonight our quote for you is her soul is fierce. Her heart is brave. Her mind is strong. R H sin. I love it. Can I, can I steal it? Of course, we'll send it to you. I'll make sure you <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. To all of our viewers, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate all of you so much. And if this story resonated with you, please um, like, comment, or subscribe to our channel if you haven't yet. But share it with somebody who may need to hear this story right now, especially as we talked about maybe somebody who's looking forward or struggling right now, youth, and they can really use kind of um, a motivating book, some motivating words, some stories that are shared by someone else that they may be able to resonate with. Which actually, Angie, I just want to say really quick, thank you so much. You're gifting a signed copy to um, one of our lucky fans and Red Bra community and viewers and listeners. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Yes. So we'll, we'll take care of that over on Instagram, family. So go on over there and friends, and um, we'll give you the opportunity to, to possibly win a signed, signed book from Angie. Yeah. Well, stay safe, everybody. We are so glad you tuned in tonight. Absolutely, guys. We're thinking about you all. We're wishing you healthy and safe and just i know everyone's going through something so um our hearts are going out to you and please if we can help you in any way or support you small businesses everybody um just a word of kindness let us know so uh angie thank you so much once again for spending the evening with us we're so excited to share your story thank you so much for having me for sure bye guys bye, -bye.
you guys so much for spending some time with us on the Red Bra Project. We are so excited you stopped by. If the story resonated with you, if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life, we would be so grateful. Stories hold so much power. We'd love to hear from you. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Come on over and say hi to us at the Red Bra Project on Instagram. You can check the full written blog posts on our website, theredbraproject.com. And every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our YouTube channel, The Red Bra Project. So thank you again for joining us and we will see you soon.